of when I was younger and I tried to get a piece of my grandmother's cake while it was still in the oven in the middle of the baking process. And she said, baby, it ain't even done yet. Nah, it isn't done yet. <laughs> it isn't done yet because they still got to get this to trying the state to follow Senate. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 12 minutes after 6 on Wisconsin's Morning News and what is described as eerily similar to the chase that resulted in the death of Princess Diana all those years ago. The royals of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle claim they were chased through the streets of New York at high speed by the paparazzi. This is a moment that Harry would have no doubt been dreading his whole life. He's always spoken about the fear of history repeating itself. And what we heard about the events described from the couple's spokespeople was straight out of Princess Diana's story. But was it? That is uh, Omed Scobie. He is a royal expert. Now, exactly what is alleged to have happened here? There's a little bit of doubt over that. Here's ABC's Trevor Alt. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex, along with Meghan's mother, Doria Ragland, arrived at the Women of Vision Awards in New York City to a swarm of flashing cameras. It was Harry's first public appearance since the coronation. But their exit took a dangerous turn, according to a spokesperson who says they were involved in a near catastrophic car chase at the hands of a ring of highly aggressive paparazzi. There is some skepticism, though, about exactly what played out. And I'll play you uh, the mayor of New York City who expresses some of that very diplomatically here in a moment. But the other thing that stands out to me is there's no video, which is odd to me. Isn't amazing? Given the number of people and phones. Yes, phones or... Security cameras outside all the establishments. Right in New York City. There was video of them coming and going from the event, but I just haven't seen anything of this chase playing out. No reckless driving, nothing like that. ABC News this morning said NYPD is, quote, running down reports that members of the paparazzi had license plates covered on their motorcycles, scooters, and cars, and that they were driving up on sidewalks, going backwards on streets. Now, I'm sure that's all true. That's not without precedent. Yeah, I was going to say. No confirmation of that at this point. Some of the paparazzi were said to be on bicycles, so I don't know how they engage in a high-speed chase on a bike. I just can't imagine driving fast in Manhattan. It just seems impossible. How can you? Right. So the mayor of New York, as I said, expressing some doubt about all of the claims, but... Going about it diplomatically. I find it hard to believe, but we will find out the exact duration of it. But if it's uh, 10 minutes, a 10-minute chase is extremely dangerous in New York City. So, I, you know, maybe what happened is, you know, put yourself in their shoes, particularly Prince Harry. What might seem, you know, just the paparazzi being the paparazzi to yeah. somebody who's observing, to him obviously feels different because of everything that he went through. I'll grant him that. Uh, my advice to this royal couple is to get a new PR strategy, hire some new people, and stop claiming victim on everything. Be likable by not being the victim on everything. I just They just don't come off as genuine or plausible anymore. Or, or relishing that role, right? That... You know, we're being abused by the paparazzi or we don't like to be in the spotlight or the royal family doesn't like I mean, us. The fact that exactly we're all questioning that, right? this is, you know, it's just the whole thing. Get a P- new PR strategy. Yes. And if things played out, as they said, if you've got guys driving up on sidewalks, that's not safe, not only for the royals, but for anybody around right. New York. I agree with that 100%. Has Get to rid be of investigated, them. Them, but yeah. 
the fact that immediately their skepticism raises a lot of questions. 615, Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind five scoreless innings from starter Matthew Libertor, the St. Louis Cardinals take the game and the series from the Milwaukee Brewers. This one by a final score of 3-0. The Brewers had their chances, had runners in scoring position in six of the final eight innings, but went four for 19 with men on and 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. Yeah, we just we just didn't get the hit with one man on base. You know, kind of had some traffic, a lot of innings, or a runner on in a lot of innings, and the hit with the runner on base or the, the extra base hit with the runner on base never happened. On the other side of things, Corbin Burns got the start for the Brewers, and he looked pretty good going six innings, allowing three earned runs while striking out seven batters. With the loss, the Brewers fall to 24 and 19 on the season, and they will begin a three-game series Friday in Tampa Bay. The youth movement in Green Bay is currently underway. Could that mean the end for the 16-year veteran in Mason Crosby? Special teams coordinator Rich Bisaccia isn't willing to write that chapter off just yet. We're still in conversation. I don't. I think Brian's spoken that the, the door's not closed and, and uh, he's not on anybody's team yet. I still think there's play in Mason and we'll see what the future holds. But it, um, I know he's excited for um, what's next for him in my conversations with him, and, and um, I'm just fortunate to have a chance to be with him. The Green Bay Packers are scheduled to begin their first block of organized team activities on Monday, May 22nd. And lastly, the Milwaukee Admirals take a two-games-to-one series lead in their best-of-five against Texas thanks to some late-game heroics from Isaac Ratcliffe. Kowski will play it near trapezoid line. Evangelista, Shea defending. Evangelista trying to slip away. He'll play it off the wall, left point. Del Geizo shot to the net. Tip scored! Isaac Ratcliffe! Isaac Ratcliffe scores with 61 seconds to go! Isaac Ratcliffe with 101 remaining in the third period tips that five hole. And the Admirals have taken a 4-3 lead. That call courtesy of AHL-TV as Ratcliffe sends the puck home and the Admirals snag the series lead. Milwaukee can now clinch the Central Division Final on Friday night. If you had your clock radio set for 6-18, that'll wake you up this morning. (laughs) That sure will. (laughs) Nice. Coming up, one negotiation paused, one negotiation over. We'll explore both when we come back. So this morning, the president is in Japan taking some criticism for going on the trip at all, taking some criticism for cutting the trip short, as he intends to do to avoid the back end of the Pacific tour that has was to take him to Papua New Guinea and Australia, says he wants to get back to Washington rather quickly to continue negotiations with Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, that over the debt ceiling. And then back here at home, Eric, we also have... State Assembly Speaker Robin Voss saying he's done negotiating. Lots to get to. Let's start with the president. Getting a warm welcome at a Marine Corps air station. This is outside of Hiroshima. So the reason he's in Japan is for the G7 summit. He's also meeting and greeting, shaking the hand. When our countries stand together, we stand stronger. And I believe the whole world is safer when we do. But much of his focus is on what's happening. And while he's side-eyeing the whole time, he's talking, but really looking. Looking back, looking over. <laughs> looking back at Washington. Anything so anything what's going to happen call? there? So, yes, obviously the default deadline just two weeks away. So what's going to happen? One sticking point in negotiations, GOP lawmakers want new work requirements for people getting government assistance, like food stamps or Medicaid. A red line for progressives, but maybe not for President Biden. I'm not going to accept any work requirements that's going to 
impact on medical health needs of people. So they're still going back and forth. If the default does happen, Social Security benefits would be stalled. Service members might not get paid. The fallout could impact 401ks, make it more expensive to borrow money. So nothing good. Well, there's a great deal (laughs) of hyperbole that emanates from Washington on a regular basis. However, if you take it outside of even government type of people, economists and things, the predictions from them are that this, this is not good. So let's now move to Madison, where a shared revenue plan has been voted on and passed in the state assembly. There's been a couple of tweaks. This is, of course, where you're giving aid from the state to local governments across the region, across the Badger State. And, of course, there are some strings attached to what happens here in Milwaukee and in Milwaukee County. And there's some people upset with that. Yesterday, Robin Voss, the assembly speaker, said, hey, look, we're going to boost this up. It's going to be 15% now to all the local governments. Was going to be 10. Yeah, so hey, that's that's a boost. That's a good thing. But we're not going to change any of the restrictions in Milwaukee, Milwaukee County. People fired up about that. Uh, the referendum is the big one because obviously the city doesn't want to have voters decide on a referendum because it may not go the way city leaders need it to. The city wants to levy a sales tax for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. They need approval from the state to do that, but that approval would be pending as it stands right now, an approval by the voters. It would have to go to binding referendum, and you have city leaders who are in the uncomfortable position of having to advocate against putting it to referendum because they don't think people actually want it. Democrats fired up about it. This bill reminds me of when I was younger and I tried to get a piece of my grandmother's cake while it was still in the oven in the middle of the baking process. And she said, baby, it ain't even done yet. No, it isn't done yet. It isn't done yet because they still got to get this to the state senate. I trying to follow senate. that analogy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's still baking, if you will. But the one thing Voss said, hey, we're not going to remove the referendum. It's really been over 10 years that MMAC, the city and the county have said, let us have the opportunity to have a referendum. We think we can convince the people. Uh, actually, even in Governor Evers' own budget. He proposed a referendum for Milwaukee City and County. Yeah, so he's not taking it out. It's in there for now as it goes to the state Senate. Now, former Alderman Bob Donovan, now a Milwaukee state representative, obviously has some thoughts about what could happen in Milwaukee. He says he's really hoping that a deal can get done. He's He'd celebrate when it happens. I'm going to want to do some celebrating. But I'm not going to go to Disney World. If we get a deal with Milwaukee, I'm going to Luxembourg. (laughs) And I'm going to look up an old friend. Thank you. A few people from outstate who don't get that. (laughs) So Luxembourg, of course, is where your U.S. ambassador is, former mayor, uh, Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett. I got more jokes, Eric. (laughs) I can go all day. Well, you know who did have the joke? Robin Voss made the joke. That is not going to be taxpayer funded. Just want to make sure to point that out. There it is, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. So now on to the state Senate on a bill that everyone thought was still being negotiated. But for now, Assembly Speaker says, no, we are done. We passed it. We're moving on. And its fate in the state Senate remains uncertain this morning. At 6.42 on Wisconsin's Morning News, we were talking yesterday about the National Security Advisor discovering an intruder in his home while the Secret Service was out front. Hey, guys. Yeah. There's someone here in the house. Uh, we didn't have a visitor on the registry, sir. Yeah, no. he. It's 3 a.m. Walked in my house. So there is that, and the Secret Service is under investigation now. They're trying to figure out how this happened, what are their protocols. They had that. to have been sleeping, right? Agent, agent, wake up, please. Out back, wrong spot. 
Nonetheless, there's also the component of the open door. Like you have a top-level government official, and you would think would, under any circumstance, be a target of bad actors, Anything, right? sure. And so how, how are there open doors at your house at night? So we were joking. Like I'm like, this happens from time to time. Usually a suburban Milwaukee police agency will issue, after a series of break-ins or whatnot, uh, a reminder, a friendly reminder, sort of with a wink and a nod of like, hey, guys, you, you got to lock your doors, please. Yeah, right? lock your car doors or lock your service Shouldn't door. Shouldn't have to remind yeah, you, yeah. but we're reminding you, lock yes. up. It's not Mayberry and it's 2023. So on cue... <laughs> Literally hours after I said <laughs> As that. As if they heard you say it on the air. News release for the Waukesha County Sheriff's Office. Waukesha County Sheriff's Office investigating a string of vehicle thefts and entry into unlocked vehicles. They said they've had multiple calls for entry into unlocked vehicles. At least five vehicles stolen in the county. They list a number of different municipalities where that has happened. They think it's actually happening more often than even reported to the Sheriff's Office. A lot of these situations were vehicle keys or key fobs were left inside the uh. unlocked vehicle. Don't do that. And here's here's the phrase that I was waiting for. We strongly encourage our community to secure your vehicles and ensure all valuables are out of sight. Uh, a lot of times this includes, they say, garage door openers, which sure. are in your yep. car. So, yep. ah, my car is open. Nobody's going to do anything. Well, your garage door is open, so now your house is open. Yep, yep, yep. I had a buddy, a roommate of mine in Des Moines back way back when, who would leave his car open when he parked it on the street overnight, and he'd leave a little note in the glove box saying, Hello, thief, I have nothing in this vehicle. Nothing please here you please want. don't break anything. <laughs> but if you're the thief, don't you take it then just to say, <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't, don't tell me how to do my well, job. Back then it was more of stealing from the car, not stealing the car. Oh, I see. All right, well then find something, right? I went through the trouble of getting in this car here. I'll show this guy. 644 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Matthew Libertor tossed five shutout innings in his season debut, and the St. Louis Cardinals take down the Brewers by a final score of 3-0 to zero to secure the series two games to one on Wednesday night. Corbin Burns did get the start for the Brewers, going six innings, allowing three earned runs while striking out seven. With, with the loss, the Brewers fall to 24-19 on the season, and we'll begin a three-game series Friday in Tampa Bay. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. The NBA playoffs are here, and they are in high gear. And despite some entertaining and exciting storylines, the biggest story in the league has to do with John Morant, who's not playing, Instagram Live, and a gun once again. Roughly two months ago, Morant was seen on surveillance flashing a gun in a public downtown Denver area nightclub, resulting in him being suspended eight games and forfeiting roughly $700,000. In March, Morant claimed mental health issues. Sure, a likely excuse that people easily bought into. What is the excuse now as he was caught once again with a gun? We already got the generic apology issued over the weekend, and I'm sure soon enough we'll hear about his enrollment into some type of counseling that will buy him some time to fix his quote-unquote issues. This is no longer a single incident. This is a severe negative trend with one of the league's top stars. The NBA has a job to do here and needs to come down hard on the Memphis Grizzlies star. Enough 
is enough. Two incidents in two months? Are you kidding me? That is inexcusable. I understand guns are legal, and I understand he technically didn't do anything illegal by flashing a gun, but once you sign your name on a dotted line and become a $200 million athlete, things change. The standard is simply higher. More eyes are focused on what you do and what you don't do. You are no longer an average individual. Things have changed at this point in his career. The expectations have been raised tremendously. This is for John Morant. You are a professional athlete, a well-paid professional athlete. And whether you like it or not, a role model for kids of all ages. It's time for you to start acting like it. on Wisconsin's Morning News. Thursday mornings at this time, we're joined by our teammate from ESPN Milwaukee, Jen Lotta. Good morning, guys. So something you, well, it was a retweet of yours, but something that we saw on Twitter the other day, little guy at a ball game. Well, here, let me play it for you, see if you can discern what is happening here. You got Michelangelo there. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. No. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, and if you can discern that. (laughs) So what happened there? So what had happened was. Inspector Clouseau. Go ahead. Well, so we start out, looks like a major league ballpark. We can't even tell. What, you're, you're thinking White Sox, I huh? thought it was a guaranteed rate field. Okay. I thought Because I thought Jason Benetti was calling the game, and Jason okay. Benetti, who does national work for, uh, I believe, Fox now, is the voice of the White Sox on their broadcast. It's um, a crowd shot, and mm-hmm. there's a little guy there, and you hear him say, we got Michelangelo there. This kid's in full Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles costume. Yep. Michelangelo yep. specifically, yep. with the orange mask. He's got a baseball and so they must have caught it, or maybe even they bought it somewhere or whatever. And this kid just chucks the ball back down right. the field. Well, his dad probably told him, oh. you got to have movement on your ball, right? And so all of a sudden... <laughs> Listen, son. Um, so I felt this in my soul because we were at one of my kids' track meets last week. And my kids were playing with a bouncy ball in the stands. Our 14-year-old goes to Lakeshore in Mequon, and so he was running a track meet. Um, I think it was up in Port Washington. Anyway, the kids bounced the ball off the bleachers, and sure enough, like of all the places it could go, it bounced down the steps, down the steps, down the steps, through the gate, onto the track. (laughs) And it rolled through the eight lane, and the seven lane, and the six lane, and you know where this is going. It landed in one. In lane one. And right? sat there. Sat there. <laughs> and it could have been any race, but it was the 800 meter. So they're running two laps around in lane one, right? Once you cut over after that first 100, Everyone's everybody's right there, yeah. in lane one. So we are watching as these girls are leaping over the ball no. that landed and is sitting in lane one. I mean, I'm talking about a dozen girls leaping. We thought for sure it was going to be an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David is like cringing every time someone, <laughs> and then someone falls dramatically, and then the next girl falls over that girl. We escaped that shame. But you can imagine us sitting in the stands mortified by this mishap with the bouncy ball at the track meet. So a couple things to unpack here on this one. First of all, how do you handle that? Did you own it? Did you go back and get the ball? Or did you did you look? Because one way you could do is start looking around like, hey, who's ball? Yeah. What? This is so irresponsible. Come on. I mean, uh, no, we owned it. We Chaser, he was not running at that moment, but we were like sitting next to each other and we were gripping each other's legs as each girl like came to. Because all it would take was one young lady staring down at the finish line instead of at the track in front of her and you. And you hit 
the deck because we anyway so chase ran down snagged it after all the girls had passed and then one of his friends was like was that your ball in the, in lane no. one as i was running the 800 so no i mean look no. parent mishaps happen um we were at a baseball game we were at um, a world series game when the cubs were in it and chase got a baseball from the first baseman of the cleveland indians and he almost threw it back no, 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 and we no. like threw our bodies in front of <laughs> no style to keep him from doing that and he still has that sitting on one of his shelves in his bedroom what do you think he was playing catch like oh he gave me this ball i'll throw it back i just don't think that kids get the idea of what because when you put a ball in a kid's hand gotta throw throw it it. the instinct is to throw it Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter if you're you know at a track meet or at a major league baseball game or at the freaking world series like my kid was (laughs) you know you want to get that thing out of your hand if you're on the track now eric you're more of a runner than me, uh, like, I've never run track, track like when I was older. Are you, aren't you kicking that out of the way? If you're actually competing, yeah. no, I'm I'm getting around going it over and, top. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to little mini hurdle. If you we try to kick it, that's messing somebody you up. Somebody would have kicked it. Out. No I like I would have gone over and given that person twenty bucks. Thank you so much for saving us potential, you know, chaos and her and uh, um uh, issue. But no, no one kicked it. They literally did the little hop, you know, like the okay, it. just a little mini hurdle, little, little mini hurdle. I am steeplechase. I am a little amazed though at the organized chaos that a track meet provides. Oh. Though, like, there's people walking across the track. All the time, like during races, back and forth. I don't know how they're in that. My kid was just at the sixteen hundred the other day. That's a four, four, four times around, right? And people just walking back and forth because they're, <laughs> especially in high school, you can have gaps between your leaders and then sure. another couple of people. And there were gaps there, and people were just walking around. And the guys on the PA, please clear the track. There's a race. <laughs> nah. They uh, played a nice prank on us at one of the meets this year where the um, boys had just run the 1600. And then the PA announcer goes, now it's time for the girls 1600. And you heard an audible groan, right? Because it's a long event. It takes up to 10 minutes for some of these kids. And then they go, just kidding. They all just ran. (laughs) Everybody got a good laugh out of that. And you sit there at the meet and go, I'm never getting home. And I'm never going to go to bed. it's freezing. (laughs) Thanks, Jen. Have a great show See you guys. Thanks. You got Michelangelo there. Oh no! Oh, oh no! No! Oh! Business headlines up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Siri Lask. New Berlin Restaurant and Entertainment Center Stonefire Pizza Company abruptly closes. The restaurant's owner, as of March 2021, declined to say why. The former Sobelman's Pub and Grill in Mequon is expected to be replaced with a Mexican restaurant. Dave Sobelman recently sold the property to new owners. And two buildings with 399 new apartments are planned at Drexel Town Square. Oak Creek officials this week approved city financial support for the $100.2 million development. I'm Sari Lask with Milwaukee. WalkieBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.